Hi, welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldoze of Faith, Living Life in the Spirit. I am here tonight in Dubai. Uh, at the marina. I am not in Israel today. We are waiting for the sighting of the new moon in Israel. So we're just trying to get updates right now from Israel. So uh, just watch this space. If anyone else gets a report on what is happening, please let us know um, so that we can share this on the feed this evening as well. I hope uh, you're blessed and encouraged. What's amazing about this day, this is the start of the fall feasts. Hallelujah. We've gone through the summer months. We've gone from the spring feasts all the way through to the time when we are working in the harvest fields. And here we are at the place of the fall feast. So what's the spring feast all about? It is about how we relate to the Messiah personally. Every one of the feasts of God that we see within the Torah all relate to the Messiah. So if you're just learning about these things right now, uh, thanks for joining with us. And it's, um, it's awesome as we start to open up the scriptures and discover what Yeshua said. He said, Moses uh, spoke about me. He said, the Torah is all about him. Not just the Torah. He said, the prophets are all about him. The Psalms are all about him. We see that in Luke chapter 24 when Yeshua is speaking to the disciples on the road to Emmaus after his resurrection. So anyway, it's an awesome time, the Feast of Trumpets. You know, look, there's many years we've come to this point, Feast of Trumpets. Everyone's waiting for the return of the Messiah. This is the time of the shout, Yom Truah. It's not about the just the chauffeur blast, but it is about the sound. It's the sound that goes forth. Where did we experience that sound first? It was at Mount Sinai when, the, the, when Yehovah was bringing forth the commandments. It's, it speaks in Exodus chapter 20 that the sound waxed louder and louder to the place where the people said, oh, you've got to stop. We can't take it anymore because of our sins and because of who we are. Moses, we'll just listen to you. And uh, God said in Deuteronomy that that was a good choice that the children of Israel made uh, to listen to Moses. And what did Moses say in Deuteronomy chapter 18? He announced that there is one coming like him and we must listen to him. In fact, he said, if we don't listen to him, we will be completely cut off. So what's the foundation of being connected into the presence of Yehovah? It is following the ways of God. You can't just go your way. You can't just go anywhere. We have to follow his ways. So anyway, as we're speaking, I'm just going to keep uh, an eye on what's happening on uh, WhatsApp. And like I said, uh, we are trying to get reports coming out of Israel on the site of the new moon. This is the moment right now between 6.30 and 6.41. Hopefully we can see the sighting of the new moon. So we're just going to share some scriptures as we wait. If we don't get reports for the sighting of the new moon, we'll either announce it later uh, or uh, we'll, give a, we'll give some feedback tomorrow morning uh, as soon as we know what is happening. So like I said in the comments, uh, just keep us posted if you do get uh, any reports that you can inform us of those reports and hopefully uh, we will be able to uh, share that information on this live feed. 
Um, it's been a while since I broadcast. It's three or four weeks. I've just uh, been in a place of prayer and just pressing in at this time. And, you know, normally we're broadcasting every week, sometimes even every day. Um, it's been an interesting season of just warfare, spiritual warfare. And sometimes we've got to get to that place of being set aside in prayer, and it's good. Prayer and preparation, Yong Trua, it's the sound of Yehovah, the sound of warning. I'm going to read a few scriptures to, uh, to just open up uh, some of these key things. But, you know, like I said just a few minutes ago, and I just want to expand on this, there's been many times at Yom Trua that uh, you hear different ministries posting uh, warnings of the Messiah is going to return at any moment. You know, this is this is the day he's going to return. This is the season. And, you know, continually, I say each year when these announcements get made, we've got COVID-19, you've got crises in the world. Is this the end of the world? Does it look like we're at the end of the end? Yes, we are living in the last days. But in the book of Acts, after the, the resurrection of the Messiah, what did Peter say? He says, uh, quoting the prophet Joel, he says, these are the last days. These things are being fulfilled back then. That's nearly 2,000 years ago. So we are living in the last days. And we want to pay attention to the signs that are happening around us. But I want us to focus on Bible prophecy and the fulfillment of Scripture because God is doing a mighty thing in the earth. He is seeking to bring forth salvation so the nations of the world will see who He is. So what I'm going to share on tonight on Yom Truah, on this feast day, I'm going to share a little bit of the foundation of the gospel that we find within the Tanakh and just open these things up a little because it is the time of salvation. And on that note, I want to start in the book of First Thessalonians in the Messianic Writings in chapter 5. We're going to read from verse 1 to 11. So if you've got your Bibles, just follow along or just listen. Um, it's teaching concerning the day of Yehovah. It's the day of the Lord. What's important about this day? Let's read it. Now, brothers, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. For you know very well that the day of Yehovah will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman and they will not escape. But you brothers are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or uh, to the darkness, so then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be alert and self-controlled. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled, putting our faith and love um, as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For Elohim did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through Yeshua the Messiah. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, 
we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. There's some very key things that we're seeing in this scripture that are so awesome. I actually can't see my Bible without the glasses, so I'll change to my notes, okay? Um, but in this scripture, what we see is we see uh, in verse 6, it talks about being self-controlled. Why? Because there's going to be many events in many years where you might think, is this the end? Is this what's going on? We're not called to live in panic. Yes, the Messiah is coming back. Yes, the wrath of God is coming on those who are disobedient and those who will not walk in the ways of God. That is in the scripture. That's all through the Torah. It's very clear what the scripture says on these uh, uh, topics, but we are not called to be asleep. We're living in the light. We're called to be awake, uh, to be focused on the days in which we are living, that we will uh, recognize the times and the seasons in which we are living. So there are false warnings going out today about, you know, that we can't be any more closer to the end than where we are today. But let's look at prophecy it says in the Torah and Deuteronomy chapter 30 that the whole house of Israel will return to the land. It doesn't say in the scriptures that Judah will return, but it does say Judah's coming back. But it says the whole house of Israel will return. And, you know, the purpose of reading First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, the day of the Lord, it's talking about no one knows the time, no one knows the day, but we can understand the season. We are not called to live in darkness. And this is what I love about Yom Truah. This is the only feast that uh, happens on the first day of the month. And in the time of Yeshua and back in the temple times, the cycle of the beginning of the month was uh, related to the sighting of the new moon. So when it says in the scripture, no one knows the, the hour, no one knows the day, it's because what happens if it's hazy? I just got a report coming in uh, from Israel, from Haley, and she was saying that there's uh, quite a haze um, in the sky right now, so it's cloudy. You know, we're just waiting to see if we will get a report. Um, but, you know, just two hours ago, the entire skies were clear. Everything looked so great, like uh, uh, it's going to be easy to see and easy to understand. But uh, we don't know. We don't know if we're going to see the sight. We don't know if tonight is the beginning of the feast or if it's defaulted to tomorrow night. But we want to be prepared. We want to be alert. Hallelujah. So what we want to do is we want to get to the place where we recognize it is the shout of Yehovah. It is his sound. I want to ask you a question. It talks about the importance of the day. And the importance of the day is that salvation goes out to the nations. It says in the scripture that Yehovah loved the world so much that he gave his only son that whoever would believe in him, we would not perish but have everlasting life. Why do we need to come to Yehovah through the Messiah? Because we have a God who is holy. We can't come into his presence uh, in the flesh and in our unrighteousness. We have to come into his presence covered with the blood of Yeshua so that we are sanctified, that we can walk in 
the righteousness of God. So we don't have righteousness. Our righteousness is as filthy rags, but his righteousness is what brings us into the presence. And this is what I love about what Yeshua said. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And this is what we see in the book of Jeremiah, and that's what the Messiah was quoting from, that there is only one way. And that's what I love about the teachings of Yeshua the Messiah is he taught there is only one way. It's not a conflict message. It's not the birthing of a new religion. Yeshua came, and what did he come to do? He came to open up the Torah to help us understand uh, what the Scriptures say. So, you know, many times when I'm speaking to religious Jews, I ask them, have you considered Yeshua of Nazareth? Have you looked? And they're like, oh, no, no, we can't look because we're not allowed to look into his life. We're not allowed to study these things. But the reality is, Moses says in the Torah, there is one coming like me and you must listen to him. And if you don't, you'll be cut off. So if we don't take time to inquire, is Yeshua of Nazareth truly the Messiah? How will we know what decisions we need to make? And you know, my testimony is that God is real. You know, I've come from a, a place where I was brought up in a Christian home. My dad was a teacher, a pastor. I was brought up from the scriptures all my life. Eleven years old, I rebelled against anything to do with God. At nine years old, I wanted to find my own identity. At eleven years old, I had an encounter with the living God that supernaturally transformed my life. And I was never the same from that day, uh, you know, going forward to 15 years old. I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. I saw the manifest power of God operating through my life. As I studied the scriptures, the scriptures came alive and I could see and understand the truth of who he is. I had peace in my heart. Every one of us is looking for that place of peace. We're, we're all searching for um, for the true shalom. Uh, you know, do we have temporary peace or are we walking in the fullness of peace where the Messiah says that he is the prince of peace? And, you know, if we come to him, we will walk in the fullness of his peace. I want to read in Psalm 81, verse 1 to 3, it says this, Sing aloud to Elohim our strength. Shout for joy to Elohim of Jacob. Raise a song. Sound the timbrel, the sweet lyre with the harp. Blow the trumpet at the new moon. <laughs> What's that talking about? There's only one time when we're blowing the trumpet at the new moon when it's a feast. And this is what it says in the uh, Septitude, um, the, the scripture translation from this. It says, blow the trumpet at the new moon in the glorious day of your feast. Hallelujah. And David is speaking here in Psalm 81 of Yom Truah. He's speaking of this exact day on the seventh month. Hallelujah. So, Father, we want to thank you for this day. We thank you for this time of the feasts. And what's important about the fall feast, the spring feast, is about us personally. The fall feasts are about the alignment of the nation of Israel. It's about the kingdom of Yehovah being established. And we are called to be a people who are part of his kingdom. 
It's not about something that's going on here on earth. And we, you know, we know the land uh, of Israel is important. We know this is the, the land that was promised to Abraham. The promises of God that I will give you this portion of land from the Euphrates to the Nile. We understand that portion of land. And I believe that that portion of land will come into the hands of Israel before the return of the Messiah. So right now, we don't have the full house of Israel returned. We don't have uh, the glory of Yehovah being poured out on the nations. And, and yes, we do have wrath. We do have lawlessness. We do have all these things taking place. But I believe we are in preparation for the greatest love story to be revealed to the world. Why? Because God cares for all mankind. He wants his salvation to go out. And especially at this feast time that we proclaim the salvation of Yehovah. So many people get to Yom Truah and we're just proclaiming disaster, destruction, wrath. Yes, we know those things are coming. Uh, you know, in, in, in that, that dreadful day as the judgment will come upon the earth. But we are still living in a time where we can reach out and encourage people to come to know Yeshua as the Messiah. Hallelujah. If we see in Matthew chapter 25, verse 13, it says, Watch therefore, give strict attention, and be cautious and active. For you know neither the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. You, you don't know the day or the hour when the Son of Man will come. And, you know, this is talking in Matthew chapter 25 about Yom Truah, about this feast. In Numbers chapter 29, just going to read some scriptures just that we wash in these scriptures and be encouraged together. In Numbers 29, it says, On the first day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. It is a day for you to sound the trumpets. It's a day for us to proclaim Yom Truah, the day of trumpets. So let's be people who proclaim. Let's shout out and rejoice in who the Messiah is. It's a time for us to uh, be encouraged. Just how amazing God is. He loves you. He cares for you. It doesn't matter what you're facing right now. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Just remember there is a loving God that is inviting you to walk in the fullness of the blessings that he has prepared for us. And the feasts, that we see within the book of Leviticus and the Torah, they're not the feast of the Jews. It actually states it's the feast of Yehovah. The purpose of the feast is not just for the Jewish people. The purpose of the feast is that all nations will come together and proclaim his name. And what does Yeshua say? There's a day coming where at the name of Yeshua, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That's what we see in the book of Revelation. In Joel chapter 2, in the prophets, it says, Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy hill. Let all who live in the land tremble, for the day of Yehovah is coming. It is close at hand. Hallelujah. So what do we get from that? Sound the alarm, the trumpet call. We're called to be watchmen that are recognizing the times and seasons that we are in. And what, what alarm should we be sounding? We should not be sounding condemnation 
over the world. We should be proclaiming, wake up, rise up, come to the place of salvation. Teshuvah, turn from wickedness and come to Messiah. That's what Yohanan ben Zachariah, that's what he taught. He said, I am called to prepare the way. He was the one proclaiming in the wilderness, prepare the way of Yehovah, make straight paths for him. And I want to encourage you, let's be people at the time of the feasts that are making straight paths for a mighty God. He is an awesome God. He loves us. He cares for us. He wants to bring forth salvation. He wants to bring forth his blessing. So Zephaniah chapter 1, it says, The great day of Yehovah is near, near and coming quickly. Cry on the day of Yehovah. Uh, no, the cry on the day of Yehovah is bitter. The mighty warrior shouts his battle cry. That day will be a day of wrath, a day of distress and anguish, a day of trouble and ruin, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness, a day, Yom Truah, Yom Shofa, of trumpets and battle cry. Talking about the alarm and, and the, the warning that needs to go out against the fortified cities and against the corner towers. I will bring such distress on all people that they will grope about uh, like those who are blind because they have sinned against Yehovah. So what are we saying? What are we saying here? You might be saying, well, you're just talking about bringing forth the good news, but yet you're reading about the wrath of God in the prophets. Why are you saying this? Because this is the great day of Yehovah that is coming, but this is a great day today. I've got good news. The Messiah is alive. He is here. He wants you to receive from him. He wants you to walk in salvation. We can have forgiveness of sins. We're coming up for Yom Kippur, uh, the Day of Atonement. What is it about that day? If we have no temple and we have no sacrifice, how can we bring forth atonement for our sins? If Yeshua didn't pay the ultimate price and his precious blood was delivered to the mercy seat uh, in heaven, how would we have uh, atonement for our lives? Our Messiah is our atoning sacrifice. These are great news. This is great news. This is a great uh, word that we are called to stand upon and recognize the time and the seasons in which we are living. So I want to encourage you, let this be a time where we're not just delivering the negative wrath. Tell people that wrath is to come. Listen, most people in the world, they know that wrath is coming. Look at what's going on in the world today. You know, you can't find security. You can't find, you know, anchors that you can uh, bet your life on in this uh, uh, foundation of sand. The only way we can have security is that we stand upon the rock of the Messiah. He is our rock. He's the rock of our salvation. He's the rock of our faith. The Father has made a way so that we can walk in the fullness of Yehovah. Hallelujah. So we want to 
prepare for atonement. We want to get our house ready. We want to get our lives ready because, you know, the final blast that's known as the last trumpet is coming forth. We don't want to walk into his wrath, so we want to be prepared. So we've got 10 days from this day before we come to the Day of Atonement. And we're not going to be concerned, is our name written in the Book of Life? In Judaism today, what they teach is go out and do as many good deeds as you can so that hopefully your name will be added uh, to the Book of Life. But what did Yeshua say? If you repent of your sins, if you come to Messiah, if you receive him as your personal Lord and Savior, he will bring forth the atonement and your name will be written in the book of life. And no one can take that name out of the book of life that's written in the blood of the Messiah. Hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 51 to 52, it says, Take notice, I tell you a mystery, a secret truth, an event decreed by the hidden purpose or counsel of Elohim. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. We shall not all fall asleep into death, but we shall all be changed. We shall all be transformed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the sound of the last trumpet call. For a trumpet will sound, Yom Trua, and the dead in Messiah will rise imperishable, free and immune from decay, and we shall be changed, we shall be transformed. For this perishable part of us, the flesh, must put on the imperishable. And this mortal part of us, this nature that is um, capable of dying, must put on immortality, freedom from death. You know, this is what Yeshua came to do. He came to defeat death. What happened in the Garden of Eden? When they ate and partook of the tree of the knowledge and good and evil, you know, they were planned. The desire of Yahovah was that, that uh, mankind would live forever. We were eternal beings until we ate of the tree of the knowledge and good and evil. Why? Because God says, if you eat of that tree, you will surely die. And that's why Adam died before 1,000 years. You know, he, he died. So we are born into a world uh, under death. But what did Yeshua do? He came, he paid the price, and he conquered death, hell, and the grave. Hallelujah. So we recognize who he is. We recognize that this is the day that he has made, and we need to rejoice and be glad in it. So I want to encourage you, Yom Trua, let's be an encouragement to share the good news of the gospel of the King. You might be going through tough places in your life with what's going on with the coronavirus. It might be challenging you in a way where you, you're thinking, where is my hope? Where does my hope come from? It says, my hope comes from Yehovah, the maker of heaven and earth. So we want to put our hope in a mighty God. So I want to encourage you at this time, as we enter into the fall feast, that we will be in preparation, that we will pray for the land of Israel, the physical land of Israel. Pray for the children of Elohim in the land of Israel. Pray for the Jewish people. Pray for those in the land. Pray that the Father will continue to gather his people back to the land. That the testimony of salvation and deliverance and repentance will go out from Jerusalem to the ends of the earth. 
This is the day in which we're living. So I want you to be encouraged and be excited about what the Father has in store. You know, this is not the end of the end at this moment, but we certainly see the warning signs of the changes that are taking place in the earth. But I want to encourage you, and I'm going to read back on First Thessalonians again in closing, just to encourage you with this scripture. And I want to encourage you, meditate over this, uh, this scripture and you know, may it just uh, bring blessing to your life. So let's just read from verse 1. Now about the times and seasons, we do not need to write to you, for you are fully aware that the day of Yehovah will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and security, destruction will come upon them suddenly like labor pains on a pregnant woman. They will not escape. But you, brothers are not in the darkness so that this day should overtake you like a thief. For you are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not sleep as the others do, but let us remain awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of our hope of salvation. For Elohim has not appointed us to suffer wrath. And this is what's important. You know, we're not just to go out there telling everyone, you know, you're going to get the wrath of God. Why? Because God has not appointed us to suffer wrath. He has provided a way so that we can escape his wrath. He's provided a way that we can walk in victory. So God has not appointed us to suffer wrath, but to obtain salvation through Yeshua HaMashiach. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage and build one another up just as you already are doing. What an incredible day of encouragement. Father, I want to thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, that um, we are on the verge of the beginning of this feast. I haven't had any reports come in yet. If uh, we have uh, a sighting of the new moon, but we will find out shortly. And Father, we thank you for this feast time. We thank you for sending your son, Yeshua. We thank you that he is um, the prophetic fulfillment of the feast, that uh, he is coming again, that he is coming to restore us back to who we are called to be, that the same gospel that is preached to Abraham is being preached today. And we just want to release uh, just uh, salvation. We say over Jerusalem, salvation. We say over the land of Israel, salvation. We say over the Middle East, salvation. Here in Dubai, and, and Father, we thank you for the connection of what's going on uh, with Dubai and Israel. We proclaim the salvation of Yehovah over this nation as well. And proclaim that over your nation, wherever you're watching from today. Um, just proclaim, Father, we proclaim salvation. And may your life be filled with hope today. May you be encouraged that you 
have made a decision to follow the living God, that you have chosen the Messiah, that your hope is secure. You don't have to go and follow religion and religious practices to try and do good things to hope that maybe you're okay when the Scripture clearly tells us how we can have assurance of salvation, how that we can be right standing before a great and mighty God. Well, I hope you've been impressed, uh, blessed and encouraged with the Word. I'm just checking right now just to see um, what information we have on the feeds. Um, let's see if I can see any notes. If anyone... Um, okay, I've just got a report from Haley that the moon has been sighted. Um, let's have a look. So we, we have got a report, the moon has been sighted. So hugs a meach, yom truah, hallelujah. Let's make sure we get a couple of reports coming in. It says by, the, uh, by two witnesses, uh, we will know that it is yom truah. So uh, we've got Haley in Israel and Hannah in Israel. Uh, they're giving me a note that the moon has been sighted. Uh, Haley, just uh, send me on the feed, did you see the new moon or did you see a report? Let me know because Casaria, she was saying that it was cloudy. So we're just waiting to see if uh, we can get a report. Just uh, write it on Facebook Messenger um, or send it on WhatsApp actually. Send me a report on WhatsApp. Okay, we will aim to get pictures and send them out of the sighting of the new moon. But it looks like the moon has been sighted from Israel. So I'm just waiting to get pictures to come in. And uh, we're also waiting to see if we have two witnesses. Hope you're blessed and encouraged today. Can't uh, wait till we broadcast next. Uh, pray for me as I'm in Dubai right now. Um, uh, in the, the coming few weeks, I'll share with you what's going on here. Um, but uh, just uh, keep me in prayer on this trip and uh, looking forward to see what Yehovah has uh, in store uh, for us here in Dubai as well as Israel. Hallelujah. Thanks for watching. Yom Truah Sameach. Hallelujah. We rejoice. And uh, this is it, the beginning of the fall feast. Be encouraged. Uh, until next time, shalom, shalom.